Welcome back, everybody. If you've been with me this week, you know at 1 o'clock, I go unleashed, I go unbridled, I go on unapologetic. I've created a theme, Take Back Canada. This isn't take it back from anybody but ourselves, the voters. We are a democracy. We choose who we elect. We pay their salaries. Monday, I talked about a primetime prime minister spending more time getting himself on the cover of the Rolling Stones and covering my needs, our needs. Tuesday, we talked about productivity and talent and why we need an integrated strategy, an integrated strategy that makes universities and high schools and the private sector and the government work together for the better interests of the student and for their chance of building a great future. Yesterday, we talked about taking a stand for small business. It's getting squeezed by the federal and provincial government, turned upside down. The last couple of loonies coming out of their pockets. They're on survival. This isn't about tax deferral. This is about their chance to succeed. If we lose the entrepreneurial spirit in Canada, this country's finished. It was built on entrepreneurs. It was built on immigrants that came over and just said, we can make a better life for ourselves. But today I want to talk to you about Kathleen Wynne. Does this cat have nine lies? 416-872-1010. But I'm going to come out and tell you, I am fairly certain Kathleen Wynne can win again. And you're going to say, Tony, you're mad. You're supposed to be a branding expert. People pay you to speak. You're involved in setting up strategies for organizations, and you think she can win? I mean, just look at the background, the legacy, OHIP premiums, taxes, e-health, presto, scandal after scandal, orange, paying $2 million to teacher unions to cover pizzas. $300 billion debt, the insurance premiums, hydro, green health, paid for access. I ha don't have time or the oxygen to list the list. I don't have the time or the oxygen to list the list of what has happened in 10 years on this watch. And for people that have been listening, I used to vote liberal. This isn't partisan. I'm a conservative and I want liberals out. This is the body of work that has been produced by this government. So how could I possibly say that she has a chance that Kat could have nine lives? It's because of you. It's because of me. It's because of us. We've become an entitled generation. We're pigs feeding at a trough. At a trough. We were tigers at one time. We've given birth to pigs. We feed at a trough looking for our share of the entitlements, the handouts. Snort, snort, move aside. What's in it for me? Surcharge in the middle class, up 17%. Let's steal from the rich. Or debt, big, heavy, suffocating debt covering me and my children. It doesn't matter. I want to know what's in it for me. And when Kathleen Wynne panels for votes, she hands out the juiciest gold nuggets. Wynne's fair hydro plan. Passes on to future generations the cost of paying for all the energy blunders that Wynne and her pre predecessor, McGinty, did. Yes, it'll save you $24 billion, but according to Ontario's financial accountability officer, it's going to cost your kids $93 billion. You still feel good with your snout in that trough, taking your 25% off, knowing your kids, according to the financial accountability officer, $93 billion? Oh, fair housing plan. I'm going to stick it to those landlords. They're Dickens. Ebenezer Scrooge. We're going to make sure we limit their increases. Don't, John Tory, you can increase their taxes and their water taxes. They're gonna, we're just going to make sure you can't increase rents. Oh, that's such a brilliant strategy. I'm going to vote because she's taking it to the landlords. Who's going to build the next rental units in Canada, in Ontario, in Toronto, if they can't make money, if it's a guaranteed loss proposition? 
if you're going to stick them to costs and they have no ability to raise their prices, we are talking about we're going to hit a wall. It's like a sledgehammer coming to rental housing. We're going to be fair to the young people who need prescription drugs. That's three or four hundred million. Slide up, slide up to the trough. We're going to be fair to small business. Thirty-one percent increase to the province's minimum wage within 19 months. Don't worry, they're going to survive. We're going to give free tuition to qualifying universities because they're just getting ready to vote. We're going to subsidize daycare. Well, how about a guaranteed minimum income experiment? She's feeding and feeding and feeding, not to the mass trough, to each of our troughs. We're getting our own bowl to slurp from. Oh, by the way, they're going to balance this budget this year. Shh, don't say that we've sold off 60% of Hydro One. We're offering public servants. Hey, public servants, you like to vote liberals. You used to vote NDP, but who out NDPs, the NDPs? Guess what? 7.5% increase in raises. The, the, at, at teachers, $275 million. UPSU's president, Warren Smokey Thomas, called the scope of the latest contract extension offers unprecedented and said he suspects it's related to the June 2018 election. Really? We're pigs at a trough. We're feeding on our own slop. But you know that's something that's amazing? That slop is our tax dollars, and that slop is our borrowed dollars. It's not like somebody's just showing up like Santa Claus at Christmas. So I want to ask, where's Patrick Brown? Where are the NDP? Why aren't we marching on Queen's Park? Why is there popularity polls increasing? This body of work, there's not an organization that, was, that would be accountable and profitable, would let these people in charge for 10 years, let alone probably 10 months. And now she's setting herself up to win another election. 416-872-1010. I want to hear from you. Do you think Kathleen Wynne has a chance because she knows she's a master politician and she knows that pigs left to feed at a trough and she knows how to fill those troughs? You, oh, you got daycare? I'll take care of you. Oh, you're worried about not making money? How about universal income? Oh, yeah, the minimum wage? We'll talk about automation and the fact that companies are on life support. We'll raise it 30% because that's going to win me votes. Jeff, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think she's going to win because basically uh, she's going to get all the votes from the Ontario uh, government workers. Okay, so she gets the votes. How about everybody else? We just don't care. We don't vote? Well, that's, that's the problem. Nobody's going out to vote anymore. So they, they've give, Everybody's given up. So that's we're, we're the, basically saying issue. it's no longer democracy, you, you buy it. I've got an answer, by the way, that's going to, after the break, I've got an answer for democracy that the phones are going to light up. Some people will feel they're absolutely appalled at it. But when they stop and think about it, even maybe in the middle of the night, it comes back to them. They're going to go, this could be one of the smartest things we do as a society. 416-872-1010. Do you think Kathleen Wynne has nine lies? Robert, what's your thoughts? I think she's on her eight and a half life. I don't think she's going to win the next election because she's committed too many uh, crimes against humanity, basically, in an indirect way. This she got back with a majority with her crimes against humanity. Yeah. And this, this scam will increase in the middle of the wage. So if somebody makes $120 more a week, they're going to be paying an extra $40, $50 in taxes to the government. It's just an indirect way of raising taxes for the government by, encouraging, by raising minimum wage. It doesn't do anything for the little guy. It makes no sense at all. As for Patrick Brown, I'm a conservative. We've told him, ship up or ship the hell out because we're sick of his crap. We want him to, we want him to say no to the carbon tax, get in line with Andrew Shearer in Ottawa, 
If, if both those guys get in line, we win majority governments. If they could Ontario. walk down the streets of Toronto, I would say 8 out of 10 would even know who they are at a time when they have such an opportunity to be opposition. Tony Chapman, I'm in for Jim Richards all week. 1 o'clock every day, I talk about taking back Canada. I mean taking it back for the voters, the taxpayers. The people that love this country. Today I'm talking about is Kathleen Wynne have nine lives. I talked about her legacy, her body of work. I talked about what has she done to put Ontario in the position we're in. I don't feel that I've prospered from $300 billion in debt. I don't see subways and better health care and better universities. I see a province that's quickly going on life support. And that you raise a magic wand, I'll give you this, I'll give you that. I'll feed each trough with more slop. Slop that we're paying for out of borrowed dollars. And I called my listeners and I called myself, we're pigs at a trough for buying into today versus thinking about the ramifications of tomorrow. I'm asking you what you think, 416-872-1010, what can be done, and not simply to vote her out and vote someone else in. What can we do- be doing as voters to take back control? This should be the greatest province in the world, period. We share a border with the United States. We're educated. We've got water. We've got resources. We've got ingenuity. Why are we at a point where we're having to borrow our way forward? Andrew, what's your thoughts? Hey, Tori. How are you doing today? Good, buddy. How are you? Good, good. Um, I just have a question, a quick question, then I'll hang up and listen. Why is it as Canadians we are so afraid to protest and scream and shout and, and knock on the doors of our government and say, what the hell is going on? Because every time I watch the news, you see it in the states, throughout the countries out there, and they're all doing it. Why? Why are we as Canadians so reserved and almost afraid to do that? Thanks. You know, I think the answer is a lot of people are saying you're crazy this week. You're going to get audited. You're going to be attacked. We, you know, you're going out. You're sticking your head out. I think if everybody starts sticking their head up, starts writing their politicians, starts screaming, you know what? Then we are using our democratic power. We're channeling and harnessing how upset we all feel. It's time Canadians stand up and start saying we're not going to take this anymore. And people are going, well, it's terrible to say people people living wage. I don't want people to just be living on a living wage. Ontario should be so prosperous. We're paying people $25 an hour. We should have such a demand for workers that wages go up. This should be the place that everybody in the world wants to live and set up a business and grow in. But when they start looking at the facts, Canada's the best country. I want to come there. Oh, hydro's too expensive. Taxes are too expensive. Everybody's got a hand in your pocket. I'm not going to set up my business here. I'm going to go elsewhere. That's what capitalism does. It finds the best place to do business. Argue or not, but capitalist is what employs people. So if you talk about I'm against people making a living wage, you're not listening to me this week. I want people to make a great wage. I want this to be the most enviable province in the world for people to live on. I don't want people living on a pension wondering if they're going to eat dog food in their 80s or when we're going to run out of money. I want us to have swagger. We are Canada. We should be the greatest country. You You can call that racist if you want, but I believe we should be. Rudy, what are your thoughts? Hi, Tony. Nice to talk to you. Good to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm a pensioner. I'm 71 years old. And uh, I think a lot of people need a little lesson. David Peterson doubled the deficit. Bob Ray, in his Ray days, doubled it again. He went against the unions. And now we got Kathleen Wynne and her uh, predecessor, uh, McGinty, who turn around and keep digging at the pot and dragging more money, uh, killing us with taxes. I can't even afford food. Thank God my mother taught me how to cook for myself. 
I, I, I just don't believe this woman. What's her answer? Uh, put in a ministry of euthanasia for us seniors? Yeah, man, I, I feel for you, and I, I think that one of the things that we need to understand as Canadians is that there's a people retiring. By the way, the boomers are retiring in record numbers, and they're going to live a long time. We owe it as a country to make sure our senior citizens have an opportunity to experience and live life and get the health care they deserve. The only way we can do that is to grow our economy. I'm sorry, I wish I could give you a magic wand. They've given you a magic wand for the last 10 years by just boring your way forward. We're putting $93 billion on the backs of kids so you can lower your, your electricity rates today. That is obscene. You can, if, I wish the kids would look you in the eye and say you should be ashamed and embarrassed, but nobody cares about the future if the trough is full. Stephen, are you there? What's your thoughts? Stephen, yes. I think Kathleen Wynne's going to win again because I think there's no way that people are, are unhappy with the raising the minimum wage. I think all the civil servants should have had their wages frozen for the next three years, and every government department should be looking at how to do things better or our country's, our province is going to fall apart. Frozen, the head of the union was not only surprised, but chuckled and said it might be an election year. Christmas comes every election year. You know, that I appreciate the call. Let me tell you what we've got to do. I, I, you could call this arrogant, you can call this pompous, but I'm going to tell you what we've got to do. First of all, we have to institutionalize a balanced budget from here on going forward, and it's going to be painful because we've got to figure out how to pay for $300 billion in deficit at a time when the, the greatest tax-paying tax part of society, the boomers, retiring. So we're going to have to take some tough love. The second thing is, and you're, listen to this, you wait to how the boards light up. you got a choice here now, people, if you want to believe in democracy. Option number one, multiple choice. Anybody who works for the government is not allowed to vote for government. Whoa, you can't do that. Democracy is for everyone. Perfect. I agree. Then if that's the case, a government is not allowed to negotiate wages for people that vote for them. It's the greatest conflict of interest in Canada. It is an obscene conflict of interest when you can pay. Here's $2 million to cover your pizza expenses, teachers union. Here's a 7.5% increase. They're not only panhandling for votes, they're bribing for votes. They're asking you to vote for them because they're the best government to give you the best deal. This has to stop. Government, you're no longer allowed to negotiate public service contracts. And I'm not blaming the public service. I'm not blaming you at all. I'm not saying, how dare you take this money? That's good negotiation. That's what you have a union for. But it's a conflict of interest if you can also choose who you elect. And I have to believe that biases exist as they do all through society, that your bias is to elect the government that's going to give you the best deal. So I'll tell you something. Where is Patrick Brown? Where is the NDP? Where is the young leader that I want to see stand up? The millennial that says, you know what, I'm going to get my head out of my phone. I'm going to get off my Instagram feed and my Snapchat feed. I'm going to stop just talking to my world and my social feed. And I'm going to wake up and realize that this life that I expect to be that happen, this great job, this great economy, this great place to live, play soccer with my kids when I have kids, go on holidays, all of this is at risk. I'm not being a fear monger. It's just simple math. We're at risk. We've got to make some changes now. We have to have somebody that's going to come in and say, are you prepared for tough love? 
How long do you want to continue to eat the trough? Because when you continue to eat the trough, every time we fill it with borrowed dollars, every time we fill it with borrowed dollars, the, the generation behind you is going to have less to eat. And the one behind is going to have nothing to eat. That's what we have to do. And it's not about, and I, you know, people are coming and say, it doesn't seem to matter who's in power. It's all the same. Well, you know what? Let's change that. Let's find a leader out there. Find someone that's running a young new economy business. Find someone that's, uh, that's uh, uh, demanding social change. Someone, find someone that is engaging people and saying we can do things different. Find our Gandhi. Find our Nelson Mandela. Find someone that's going to raise the torch and say what we have, what we're standing on, the assets called Canada and Quebec and Ontario and Prince Edward Lyon and Alberta and all these incredible people coming together, all these incredible provinces working together. We, with 36 million people to feed, with this landmass and all the things that we have, this can be an extraordinary place to live. That's what I want us to do. Pick up the phones, call your MPs, fill their mail sacks with your mail. Be part of the change.